Hi, and welcome to the Discovering Your Soul podcast with me, Nina. I'm an educator, a self-discovery guide, but most importantly, I'm a human just like you, trying to navigate life and learn more about myself, others, and the world around us. I invite you into this sacred space with me, where I will dig into and explore experiences, topics, and lessons that we all may encounter on our self-discovery journeys. If you want to get to know your soul on a deep level and live life as the most authentic expression of yourself, then you have come to the right place. So let's buckle up and explore the depths of the human experience together. This is Discovering Your Soul. Welcome to another episode of the Discovering Your Soul podcast. Wow, December is nearly here, and I know I mentioned this in my previous solo episode, but I just, I can't believe how quickly 2022 is coming to a close. I feel like I'm not the only one that has experienced so many life-changing lessons and areas of growth and pivots, I'm sure. We definitely had a pretty intense eclipse season in the fall back in... October. So I feel like I feel like a lot of us are are probably ready to release ourselves from holding in our breath. I feel like sometimes I catch myself just holding in my breath, like bracing for what's going to come next, but I also have felt a lot of optimism and new light emerge and I'm hoping that you listening are also experiencing new light and perhaps new paths moving forward, new things to be looking forward to, things to feel joyful about. So this episode may be a little controversial. So I'm not going to be discussing anything graphic here, um, but I, I have a feeling this might be controversial for other reasons, and I think that it might come up against, I think it might come up against the idea that we are all different people, And we all have different beliefs. We all have had different lives, different experiences, different journeys. And of course, we're not all going to see life the same way. And the topic for today is really going to be about the spiritual path and what that really means for us. This is something that has really been on my mind a lot recently, has really been woken up. The way that I see This is kind of like the tower card in the tarot, which is all about structures being collapsed, foundations being collapsed, having to recreate a new foundation, um, having to break things apart in order to build them together again into something new and perhaps more aligned. And I really feel that in my life recently. I feel like it's sort of touching upon a shadow side of my healing in that there's a part of me that's really afraid of being visible to others and especially showing all the parts of me to others. For example, on this Discovering Your Soul podcast, on my Instagram page for Discovering Your Soul, I probably come across to people like I'm super witchy and spiritual and that's all true. I am very spiritual. I'm very witchy. I'm absolutely into All the things that quote unquote people call woo woo, you know, I'm really into astrology and tarot and I believe in a higher power to me. I call my higher power the universe. And so and I believe in, you know, quantum world and I believe in all the things subconscious. 
I believe in energy. I believe in chi. I believe in prana. I believe in yoga. You know, I believe in all these very spiritual aspects of life, especially the ones that are unseen and that oftentimes are not able to be proven via human advanced technological ways. Now that brings me to the other side of me, which is I am someone that is also trained in science. So I did my PhD in biology. I did research on infectious diseases and I went through the whole grad school thing. And, you know, in grad school is actually when I branched out and started my spiritual journey Uh, more deeply. That's when I trained to become a yoga teacher. That's when I started reading more spiritual texts and was really balancing both worlds. So imagine being a grad student at a very intense place where, I mean, I'm surrounded by atheists, right? Like I'm kind of the odd one out in a way where I'm surrounded by atheists. I'm surrounded by people that only believe in science. There's nothing else outside of science But here I am, somebody that is training to become a yoga teacher. I absolutely believe in science, but I also believe in what science can't detect and what is not quantifiable, right? Because if you think about all our ancient civilizations, there weren't microscopes around. There weren't laboratories around in the same way. There was this trust in what we can't see. And of course, we're limited. I mean, think about the human eye. We're already limited with what we can see right? We can only see certain wavelengths of visible light. And then outside of that, we need special tools to be able to see anything outside of that. So I absolutely believe in that. I mean, I also am somebody that believes that there is a need for Western medicine. There are things that alternative therapies just simply cannot help with, but I think they can help in combination with Western medicine. But I am somebody that definitely also believes in alternative medicine. I mean, I've found so much healing from yoga. There are times that I felt like complete shit. And then I would go to a yoga class and whatever I was feeling just completely went away. I mean, this is not something I am saying as a cure-all, but I, I have a specific memory a few years ago where I had a migraine and nothing was helping. And I remember dragging myself to a yoga class because I'm like, I don't know what to do. But all I know is that I'm tense. I need to calm down. I don't know what to do. I went into that class feeling like complete shit. (laughs) And I almost left the class. I mean, halfway through it, I started to feel nauseous. And I was like, oh, man, I I think I got to leave this class. But then all of a sudden, it was like this miraculous switch went off. And halfway through the class, it's like all this stuff just left my body. And I started to feel super calm. I felt relaxed. I felt like my body opened up. And by the end of class, it was as if I never had a migraine. I mean, it was miraculous. And I'm not saying that that cures migraines because I definitely get them. And sometimes there's really not much you can do about it except for rest and be in the dark and, you know, do what you need to do. But it just goes to show that these alternative therapies have such a profound effect on us, like meditation, body work, acupuncture, Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, mindfulness, right? Nature therapy. I mean, these have these are huge parts of my life. In fact, I adhere mostly to that over, you know, trying to reach for 
a Western medical thought all the time. So anyways, I'm not here to give medical advice. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. What I'm saying is that I have always been at the intersection between science and spirituality. As somebody who is on the spiritual path, as somebody who is healing trauma, as somebody who is healing lots of wounds and, you know, healing a disrupted attachment, um, somebody who is healing negative thought beliefs and core wounds and healing my inner child, is that that is a huge part of my life. And something that I've been thinking about recently is what spirituality means and how there can be a lot of division with what the spiritual path can look like. And it's making me question what the spiritual path has been for me. And I feel like right now it is really evolving. And let me let me dig deeper into that. So just mind you, these podcast solo episodes are never pre-recorded. They are never thought out. I am doing this completely on the spot, which is why it's probably a little all over the place because I am processing out loud. But that's because I just want you to be on the journey with me. I want you to be with me as I sort of just organize my thoughts and process what's happening. But the reason why I bring this up is because I definitely had these thoughts recently of what it means to be spiritual and what spirituality means. And I really think that this definitely differs for each person. But for me, I'm starting to really lean into the idea that spirituality is not really just about my quote unquote, oh, I really hate saying this word, (laughs) but like enlightenment, right? Or like awareness or, you know, you'll hear different ways of saying this, raising vibration, bringing in more positivity and so forth. What I'm starting to now notice, and this is what a lot of spiritual schools of thought agree on, is that spirituality is not really just about the individual, right? Spirituality A lot of old spirituality, and by old, I just mean these ancient schools of thought, these ancient civilizations. Spirituality was all about community and all about the idea that by strengthening the self or by strengthening ourselves, whether that be getting rid of um, old patterns or, you know, any sort of toxic patterning or thinking, opening our hearts, right, having more compassion for the self, more love for the self, that... This also spreads to love for others and caring for others and realizing that we are not separate, that separateness is an illusion. Think about the planet is like one beating heart and we are all individual cells contributing to this large beating heart. And so we're really not separate. You and I are really not separate. At the energetic level, we are very much so the same. We are literally we are made of like stars right and so we really are the same and of course we are different on the outside right we may look different we may have different careers we may have different beliefs in certain things but at the energetic level the choices that I make will affect you even if we are like thousands of miles away even if we literally have not met or we have no mutual people in common or we inevitably affect each other's energy right? Because we are all contributing to the energy of the planet. And so this is something that I've been thinking about because I feel like I've been just really aware of how in spirituality, there is a balance between 
the idea of healing ourselves, right? Of self-love, self-compassion, self-acceptance. There's that whole quote, right? Of it's hard to love others if you don't love yourself. And I definitely personally have had to work on that as somebody that just frequently always put the needs of others above my own. I will admit, I've almost kind of pendulum swung the last few years to the other side of that where I have been really ultra independent, thinking that I don't need anybody, thinking that I can do it all on my own, right? Thinking that, you know, I got to be this independent person, that it's weak to ask for help. It's It makes me less of who I am if I need help, if I lean on others, if I overly, you know, forgive, which is a whole other complex topic that I'm happy to go into in another episode, But it's almost like I've swung to the complete opposite of where I used to be, where now it's like I'm starting to realize that that middle ground is really the beautiful, sweet spot, right, of learning how to be interdependent with others. If you think about it, we all, I mean, a lot of our ancestors lived in communities. It was actually not the norm to be isolated. The whole idea of like it takes a village to like raise a child or it takes a village to accomplish some of the greatest things. If you even think about some of the biggest discoveries in life, whether they be in the spirituality world of discovering, you know, consciousness and and other quantum theories and even in like the science world, right, of all these biggest discoveries, they're always really done not in isolation, they're really done with others, whether it's a team of scientists or a team of doctors or different labs collaborating. And in the spirituality world, a lot of this was also in collaboration with other people in your community around you or other spiritual thought leaders, right, coming together and collaborating. So this is why, for me, I'm starting to think that I started my spiritual journey very individualistic. I have this trauma from childhood I really need to heal this. I need to focus on myself. I need to be quote unquote a little selfish for a while and kind of focus more on my needs. And I think that that was necessary. I really do. I think that there are definitely phases in our healing journey where we really do need to bring the attention wholly to ourselves. And likely that relates to many of us that have been people pleasers and have often put others needs above our own to the point where we are completely running on empty. So I definitely believe that there is a place for that in our spiritual journey. I'm not speaking for anyone else's spiritual journey, by the way. I'm just simply processing what I've learned on my spiritual journey. And just, you know, many of you or some of you or maybe none of you, you may not relate to this at all. and That's okay. But for me, I feel like I definitely needed to shift the priority back to myself because the complete journey at the time was all about like, how can I please others? How can I please others? How can I please others? And it wasn't coming from this strong sense of self. I think that's where the difference is. When you have a really strong sense of self, you know who you are. You know what your values are. You have healthy boundaries. You know what you will and will not allow into your life or who you will and will not allow into your life. Then when you give to others, it really comes from this whole place. And I feel like others can sense that too. They can sense when you are giving from this sense of wholeness versus the sense of lack of you are needing something from them. Spirituality for me recently has been the idea of moving from this state of individualism into the state of connection and this state of togetherness, of seeking more community, 
allowing myself to lean on others and also being comfortable when others need to lean on me as well. But also it's all about balance, right? I'm not talking about pendulum swinging all over again to the other side of like you completely burn yourself out just doing things for others, but it's all about balance and having that strong sense of self. So the way that I practice this these days is if anyone has been following me on Instagram, I have been a very strong advocate these days for long COVID. And this is exactly what has been waking up my sense of spirituality of long COVID is affecting so many million Americans, not just Americans, but millions of people globally. Long COVID is a myriad of symptoms that appear after someone has been infected with SARS-CoV-2 that causes COVID-19. Even after one infection, there are so many people now that are having to file for disability, that are unable to live their lives. They're unable to take care of their families. They have to quit their jobs, putting them in in a very challenging financial position. And so there are so many people right now that are suffering. And I know that this is hard for us to hear, especially those of us that are empaths, which I am myself, and or are highly sensitive it's really hard. There's there's hardcore empath pain, right, for all the suffering that is happening, let alone, you know, in addition to long COVID, all the things that are happening globally to women, especially in the Middle East, to the events that are happening in the U.S. where we just had terrible events that are targeting certain populations. And so it's like there's stuff happening all around us, right? And a lot of people are suffering. And if you are experiencing anything that I just mentioned that my heart goes out to you I can't even imagine what you're going through right now you know being in this place in life of not feeling safe or not functioning to your your highest if you are somebody that is dealing with long COVID or any other chronic illness but this has really woken up for me how I feel like as someone who is part of the spiritual community that for me my spirituality has to extend beyond myself the whole goal of becoming more in touch with my inner child, healing my inner child, healing my trauma, opening my heart, healing these wounds within me really is to help me bring that positive energy back into the world. Otherwise, I'm you know, I don't I don't want to just sit here in my living room being my highest self and just containing that energy within myself. I honestly believe that we can become our higher selves. We can really get in touch with our higher self and our inner child and our divine wisdom. But we can also contribute some of that positive energy out into the world to those who may need some inspiration or just may need some love. I don't even think there's a need to justify why we can give energy out into the world. Of course, I'm saying this only if we have it. I really truly do believe that we cannot pour from an empty cup. I really, really 100% feel that in my own life, that I cannot pour from an empty cup. And for many years now, I've had an empty cup because I've had to just raise my own energy. Or as some people say, I had to raise my own vibration to a place where I can give back to the communities and to the people around me that need an advocate. Like right now, the long COVID community is not being heard. People are saying that the pandemic is over, which in parentheses, I do not believe it is over, but that can be another topic that may not resonate with you. But I'm telling you that from a scientific trained perspective as well, especially someone that has experience working on viruses, that the pandemic is not over. 
because there are millions of people suffering that are not being protected. There are many people out there that are vulnerable, that have autoimmune illnesses, post-viral illnesses, chronic fatigue syndrome, Lyme, other autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, thyroid disease, so forth, cardiovascular, kidney, when the list goes on, that are not being protected. They have so much fear just going to get groceries or going to get their mail because there are people around them that are like, well, the pandemic's over for me, so I don't need to wear a mask and you should just figure yourself out, right? Or stay home, right? These are things that I'm hearing. And to me, I'm like, that is that is honestly not in alignment with what the spiritual path is for me. The spiritual path for me is really caring about others and caring about the well-being of others. It doesn't mean that I need to completely change my life and, you know, resist my own inner truth, right? If you are somebody that for you, for you personally, you're like, I can't wear a mask anymore, blah, 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 blah. I don't really care, you know, about that. I'm not asking you to like completely change your life, right, for someone else. All I'm asking is that you are considerate when you are around other people, especially at common places where people need to get their needs met. We all need food, right? So we all go to grocery stores. We all need to get our mail. We all need to go to the doctor's office. So if you're at a doctor's office, it's really considerate to wear a mask. And this is especially for those who are doctors and other healthcare providers. It's just, it's a simple thing to me to just simply consider how can I extend out my positive energy right now in my life, right, to someone around me, right? And so it's something that has really been stirring within me, you know, as I've been getting deeper into my long COVID advocacy and trying to really be a voice for those who are not being heard. This is analogous to other areas of life. For example, I'm also a survivor of trauma, so I'm also trying to be a voice for that. There are many people that are not being heard that are not being believed. That's the same thing for long COVID and all these other chronic illnesses is that people are not being heard and believed. At the end of the day, we are all humans. We want to have our experience and feelings validated. We all want to be heard. We want to be believed in whatever we are experiencing. I'm trying to hold nuance here, right? So going back to the pandemic example, if you are somebody that's like, I don't want to wear a mask anymore because I don't believe it. I don't believe in it. I don't, you know, I don't want to get vaccines because I don't believe in it. I may have different opinions than you. That's for sure. But I also can honor and hold space for you are believing those things for a certain reason. And at the end of the day, we can't control other people. I believe you if you say there are reasons I have for why I will not do these things. I also want to extend out this whole concept, whoever we are and whatever we believe in, that it really doesn't take a lot to do a simple thing to show compassion and caring to others around us. Even if we are not experiencing long COVID or chronic illness, or we are healing from trauma and so forth, it doesn't mean that these other people should be invisible. We all are doing our best right now. And a lot of us are fighting internal battles that no one else sees. A lot of us are fighting external battles in the form of illness or judgment or prejudice that we are dealing with. And so I guess all I'm trying to really ask and what I'm trying to bottleneck this whole podcast episode into is just to remain curious about what our spiritual path looks like to us and what values are really important to us. For example, if we really value compassion, I think it's something that we 
should certainly reflect on and be like, am I really upholding this value in everything that I do? And this is where a lot of shadow work will be brought up. And I certainly am going through this right now. I mean, I'm noticing that there are many values that I on paper (laughs) write down that are important to me, but that I'm not necessarily fully embodying in my life or it's very conditional. I'll maybe embody it like in my friendships, but I won't embody it outside of that and so forth. Or maybe I'll embody something in my friendships and not embody it in my relationship, my romantic relationship. So this is just something I think would be a good exercise for us to do is to write down what we think our values are. And maybe next to each value, write down how are we embodying this value? And maybe even include in there of what areas in our lives are we embodying that value? For example, if empathy is really important to us, maybe we should write down where am I embodying empathy in my life? What areas am I embodying it in? And maybe that'll highlight to us areas that we are not. Maybe we lack empathy at work, but we have a lot of empathy with our clients, right? Or with our loved ones, but we don't really show empathy to strangers or the people around us. So that's an example. And so I think some questions that I just want to raise once again is what does the spiritual path look like for me, right? What does that look like for me? Does it mean that I'm trying to cultivate more self-love and and believe in a higher power? Maybe that's what our spiritual path is for some of us. Maybe for some of us, our spiritual path is to be a part of a community, right? Find a spiritual community. Maybe our path for us is to unite with others and realize that we are all one. Spirituality may look different for each and every one of us, and I don't believe there's a right answer for this at all. I think it's going to look different, but I think this podcast, I just want to raise the question of what does spirituality look like for me? What are the values that are important to me on my spiritual path? How am I embodying them? What areas of my life could I perhaps incorporate this value into more? Maybe there's a little bit of imbalance. Maybe I'm embodying my values the most in my work or my friendships, but I'm not embodying them into my greater community or my romantic relationship, right? So I think these are definitely great things. Of course, they can be deeply uncomfortable, And this is not meant to shame anybody or to shame us that we're not being good enough, that we're doing things quote unquote wrong. But I think it's simply just bringing to the surface what may not be completely apparent to us. And I think it's always good to check in with our values. And values can change, by the way. Over time, it's totally normal for values to change as we evolve, especially if we're on a spiritual path. Our values may definitely change. And so I think it's just a good idea to check in with where am I right now with my values? Are there any new ones or are there some values that are not as important to me anymore as I move forward on my spiritual journey? So those are my thoughts. I know I went on a little bit of a tangent there. I just really wanted to let you know how I got to this thought right now of just noticing what the spiritual path looks like and how I think my spiritual path, I can feel it changing. I can feel it evolving, moving away from, okay, I need to like focus on myself into, I can do both, right? I can focus on my own healing. I can continue to heal my trauma. I can continue to heal my wounds, but I can also learn how to connect to a greater community around me and to connect to the greater universe around me as well at the same time. 
I know that, you know, there are going to be times that this may change. I might go back into a phase where I cocoon and needing to really focus more on my own personal spiritual growth. But I'm also learning now that I'm noticing more phases where I want to extend that spiritual growth to help other people that may need more advocates or allies on their side or that need to have their voice heard. So that's just my personal journey that I'm noticing. And I just wanted to share that with all of you. Maybe this will bring up different questions that you have about your own spiritual path. But all I know is that we all deserve to be believed. We all deserve to be cared about. We all deserve to be seen. And we all deserve to be heard. All of us. And I truly, truly believe that. All right. Well, that is my finishing statement on that. So I hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season. Please stay safe. I am looking forward to continuing to connect with you. So feel free to connect with me. I'll put my information in the show notes and I will talk to you soon. Take care.